0: Four out of five top Hollywood movie stars use
1: moment, moment,
0: moment of clarity. What's up, everybody? It's your man Stefan G, and you are tuning in to another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity right here on the Promise Life Network. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, Stefan G Radio at Stefan G Radio. My brand, Spanky. New Twitter handle. I haven't even tweeted, it, tweeted anything yet. I guess I got to tweet something out and I'm telling people go follow me.
1: Yeah, that might be a good idea.
0: <sighs> Stefan G Radio on Twitter. Of course, on Facebook, facebook.com slash uh, G. And we're having a good time. Kim's still not here. Like, was she taking a month off? Really? Like, We yep. gave her two weeks off. She took another week off. And now here's another week she's taken off. I mean, what's, what's the deal? I think she doesn't like me anymore. That's what I'm I'm going with. She's breaking up with us, Mike. How
1: dare she? I think it's your fault. Were you smothering her? Is that what it was? (laughs) It's not you, it's me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we are expecting her to be back next week.
1: When have I ever smothered anybody? That's a
0: good question. (laughs) (laughs) We're expecting her to be back next week. So all of you guys that tune in just to hear Kim's voice, keep listening. Go ahead, finish out this week. I know, struggle through it. I know, it's tough. And then next week, she'll be back on, I promise, if I have to put her in a headlock and drag her in here. She'll be back. Right, Mike? You won't tell anybody, will you? I kind of just told everybody. You (laughs) told everybody. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so. You want to lie in court? Yeah, that's what I need you to do, lie in court. No. Um, So today's show is, we're talking about uh, technology today. And this uh, conversation was really kind of, sparked by last week's conversation about donald trump because mike and i started talking about how many things uh people are oblivious to and one of the main things that we found out that people are oblivious to like the majority of the country is oblivious to is technology and how far technology has come what a difference our technology makes and how far it is yet to go in our lifetimes and we have as we've explored this a little bit deeper and a little bit more and started to ask a couple more questions we are beginning to realize that there are a lot fewer people who are in touch with technology than we first anticipated like there's a vast majority of our nation that is really out of touch with technology yeah like they can post something on facebook and maybe send a tweet but that might be about it as far as it goes. Like,
1: yeah, like they'll have a smartphone, but they won't know how to do.
0: Yeah, that, they don't know the stuff on it. Yeah, like uh, just the idea of a a iPhone or Android phone, like the things that you can really do with those communications devices, the kind of information that you can get, the way that you can set them up to feed you particular pieces of information that you are interested in, in a time frame that you know that you'll be able to consume them in a way that you prefer to consume them is unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like you can set a phone up to alert you about stuff only when you know you're going to be able to read it and then set it up to say, I don't want to read it. I want you to transcribe it to me and then it'll just (laughs) tell you what it said. You know what I mean? Like I think one of the, one of the things that I like the best recently is Amazon's Alexa, the Amazon Echo. Yeah. And this is really like what we've seen in movies for years. Yep. For years and years and years, we've seen movies where people walk in the door and talk to their house, and their house talks back to them, and it turns on lights and turns off TVs and all that kind of stuff. And Amazon's built this, and people don't really understand how dramatically, how dramatic that is. And, and how it's much just it's, the beginning. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's just the start. And how much it's going to influence your life from now on to be able to walk into a room and be like, Alexa, what's the weather gonna be today? I don't have to, like, okay, walk with me because we were doing the talk about weather today, right? (laughs) So there was a time where you had to read the farmer's almanac to find out what the weather was gonna be, right? And then there was a time you had to listen to the weather forecast on the radio to find out what the weather was gonna be. And then there was a time that you had to watch the weather report on television to find out what the weather was gonna be. And then we moved to being able to just flip to the Weather channel to find out what the weather was going to be, right? And we moved from there to be able to go onto your computer and look up what the weather is going to be. And we went from there to being able to pull up the weather on your phone, right? Go to a website on your phone to find out what the weather is going to be. And then we moved from there to being able to have a weather app that will be able to tell you wherever you are in the world what the weather is where you are. And now we're moving to be able to walk into your house and ask your house what is the weather going to be? <laughs> like seriously?
1: You know they're making uh, thermostats that connect to the internet. Yes. That will change your thermostat based on what the weather's going to be. That's you right. You won't even have to touch it.
0: Don't have to touch it. Don't have to touch it. I I don't I don't. <laughs> I don't know what to and say. Yet, yeah,
1: but you're right. There's a huge divide. For instance, my dad just got an iPhone this year. His work made him get it. Just got his first smartphone this year. I am on my fourth smartphone. Yep,
0: I'm on my sixth.
1: And my third Android. My first uh-huh. one was like a Blackjack or whatever. I'm yeah. on my fourth smartphone.
0: Yeah. And he He's just got, got, he got it his first. this year. Yeah. And there's And for those of you listening to this show... You're probably like, ah, it's not like that. Pe-. Listen, Mike and I have really started to pay attention to this segment of our population. And it is, they have no clue what is going on. And what really sparked it was um, in the Republican debates, when they started talking about making Apple break into this phone yes. to find the information for these terrorists. Eye-opening for me. Yes, and all of these Republican candidates for president we're like why don't they just make apple you know break into the phone and they couldn't comprehend the fact that apple can't break into the phone right there is no way to break that was the whole purpose of why they created the phone that way so that it couldn't be broken into and they couldn't conceive the fact that apple didn't leave a way to break into the phone right yeah. so first of all they had a completely 1930s idea of security in our country <laughs> Right. Because security, especially with, because they don't understand what is important to people of our generation and the generations behind us. The generation X, generation Y, millennial generation, right? Those people, what's important to them, one thing that's very important to them is privacy. One of the reasons, because we like to take a lot of naughty pictures on our phones. So we like to make sure those things are secure, right? (laughs) But they couldn't comprehend the fact that Apple actually did not have the capability of getting into this phone. And I think a lot of them still don't understand that Apple is not saying, no, we won't do it. They're saying we can't get in this phone unless we create a new program that's sole purpose is to break into our phones. We will not be able to get into this phone. And so then the Republicans said, we'll create the program. And they're like. No,
1: (laughs) you can't make us for one.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Number one, you can't make us create the program. But number two, once we create something like that, it increases the vulnerability of all of our products. So we're not going to do that. But that started a technology conversation between me and Mike because we're like, how do they not get that? And then as we started asking more questions and doing a little bit more research and paying a little bit more attention, we found out that's not all they don't get
1: man there's a lot of a lot of i don't think any of the politicians
0: get it really no i don't think they do either the place where technology has taken us from and where it's going to take us to is unbelievable ladies and gentlemen when i tell you and i think i think i want to give a lot of credit to people who made movies in the 80s and the 90s because what has happened is they made those movies with all these wild ideas of what was possible, right? The big Star Trek screen (laughs) and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, the big Star Trek TV screen where he can see what's going on and you know, video conferencing and all this other kind of stuff. And then what happened was, because that was the fabric of our generation, because we grew up seeing that stuff everywhere. We grew up seeing the Star Wars and the Star Trek and we grew up seeing this technological Back to the future. And back to the future and so on and so forth. We grew up seeing that stuff everywhere. So when we got old enough to do anything, we were like, Let's make some of this stuff. Like, it would be really cool if we could do this. How could we do this? (laughs) And we started figuring out ways to be able to do this. But I don't think America as a whole, and specifically people of Generation X, Y, and millennials, really understand how big the divide is between people who get technology and people who really don't understand technology in America.
1: Yeah, there is definitely a huge divide. And what what's so weird to me, too, about it is you have some, a lot of it's older people. A lot of it is uh, older people where there's a lot of older people that use it, and then there's like a lot that don't. So there's even a divide among
0: right. the there's generations. Right, there's a divide among the baby boomers generation right. and the older generations. where, And then you've got, so just like you said, there's the people that use it and then the people that don't. And then there's the people that use it but still don't really know how to use it. They're just kind of using what they can You know what I mean? Because, right. like, I worked for a company where this guy, it was a law firm. The two founding partners of the law firm, they had to be late 50s, early 60s maximum, right? Neither of them had computers in their offices.
1: Yeah, that's They didn't use
0: email. In order for you to get a message to them, you had to email their secretary or their assistant who would then print the email out and put it on his desk so that he could read it. It's just, I I don't know how you operate (laughs) like that in 2015, 2016. It's unbelievable. And so we're talking about technology and where technology has taken us. And so here's just a couple of things that have happened that have been major technological advances that we might not think of because we grew up with them. But to somebody who did not grow up in that era, to somebody who grew up listening to the radio for entertainment or watching black and white TV for entertainment, these technolog- technological advances are huge to them and they're afraid of them and they don't use them that much. Whereas for us, where we were the first generation to grow up with a computer in the classroom, to us, it wasn't a big deal. This is just kind of what happens, right? So one of the major technological advancement was GPS. Mike, you remember when you used to keep a map in your car
1: I remember when my parents did yeah, when remember, I was really little.
0: Remember when you were a kid and your parents used to keep a paper map in the car? And if you went to a city that you didn't know about, you had to stop by the gas station to oh, get a paper map yeah. so you figure out how to get around? I'm, that's one of the technology I'm so glad we figured out before I'm I was so, an adult. I'm so glad <laughs> we have it. Like I Listen, I love GPS so much that I'm insulted when people try to give me directions. Because I'm like, why? what are you wasting your breath for? Give me the address and I'll... I'll just Google map that bad boy. When I worked in retail, people would call the store asking
1: for directions. And I'm like, nobody in today's world should ask for directions. Never. Never.
0: Like, I've, I don't even bother. Like, if somebody's like, you know where the thing is? I'm like, no, I don't know where the thing is. Give me the address and I'll get there. But GPS just instituted in the year 2000. It's only 15 years old. Yeah. It's only 15 years ago that, or 16 years ago that GPS went mainstream. Remember when MapQuest was new? Yes. And now it's like, obsolete. oh my god, I would never use MapQuest. <laughs> are you kidding me? I can think about it like this. We went from making sure where are we going north because the map says to go north, right? The paper map says go right. north. So we went from that and having a little compass floating in the car. That was something new and a technological advance. <laughs> you know, stick a little compass on your dash and it just floats there, tells you which way you're going. To... I can pull up my phone and look at your garage on your street so I can know what color your house is before I show up. All I got to do is pull up street view. Yep. I type in your address. I say, okay. And then not only do I, I don't even have to follow the map because the phone will talk me through it. It will navigate me there. Turn on voice activated navigation and my phone will say, turn left here. Turn right in 200 feet. Turn left in one mile. In a half a mile, take this exit. Turn right in 50 feet. Your destination is on the left.
1: Yep, and, there's so, and it's funny because you talk about, we take it for granted, we use it all the time, but there are, we're finding out that yes. there's a lot of people who do
0: not use any of this technology. Do not use it at all, like at all. Like the idea of looking at their phone to figure out how to get somewhere is foreign to them and they don't know how to even make it happen if they wanted to do it. Don't use it at all. But for us, it's just like I've, I've, I've seen the Egyptian pyramids because of Google Earth. Something I would <laughs> never see before, right. you know what I mean? But I've seen them, I've seen the Eiffel Tower, I've seen you know, so many different things that I would never see before. All because of technology. Talk about another innovation of technology the hybrid car. There was a time, remember when regular gas was like regular gas, not regular unleaded, but it was just regular, regular. There was a time where there was regular gas and then there was unleaded gas. Because unleaded gas was the new innovation in fuel consumption in America. Because the lead was killing everybody, right? And so then they've moved from unleaded gas to they've got the ethanol gas and this, that, and the other thing. And now we've got cars that we just, just plug your car in. Why don't you just plug your car in? Yeah,
1: that's what? even, that's just fully electric. It's not yeah, even hybrid. It's yeah. not
0: even hybrid. That's fully electric. We're going on a trip. Plug the car in so we can go on this trip. Like, really? Plug in the car? <laughs> what else? Text messaging. This is huge innovation in America. Huge innovation across the world. The idea that I'm not tethered to a corded phone that I can take eight seconds out of my day and finger type a message to you, and it flies through the sky and hits your phone.
1: One of the best inventions ever. It it really is. I hate talking on the phone.
0: Texting is one of the best inventions ever. It is one of the best inventions ever. There's a couple more we'll talk about when we come back from the break, and then we'll also talk about where we're going from here. There's a lot on the horizon, man. There's a lot of really cool things. That might be able to happen in the next 10, 15, 20 years. Moment of clarity, Stefan G will be back in a bit. Jesus Christ is alive, so we preach the gospel now, we ain't secular. No, don't ever get it confused. Jesus on my side, so I can't use. Word,
1: word, 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 word,
0: Moment of Clarity, it's your man Stefan G. You are tuned in. Make sure you, uh, I got to get all the house cleaning stuff out of the way. Make sure you go on Facebook, facebook.com slash G. Follow me on Twitter, at Stefan G Radio. Uh, if you want to talk to us on the show, go to the website, thestefang.com. dot Click on the tab on the right side of the site that says send voicemail, and you can leave us a voicemail and tell us anything you want to say. Anything you want to say. And the best ones will play on the air. Absolutely. So we're talking about technology. I want to run through a couple of other things that are really cool that I thought were really cool about technology. Um, here's one that a lot of people don't think of a technological advancement, but it is because it's changed the way we basically do everything. And that's Wikipedia. Like there was a time. That's true. Where you had to have encyclopedias to know what, what was what, right?
1: Yeah, if you were doing a book report, you know, you literally had to have books. Yeah. You had to have encyclopedia.
0: And not only that, that information was garnered by a single source. If you had World Book Encyclopedia or Britannica Encyclopedia, it was the people at World Book and the people at Britannica that were determining what actually happened. But with Wikipedia, Wikipedia said, y'all know what's going on. You're there. You type it in. And it's a crowdsourced type of information tool and so it can change instantly. Dwight Howard gets traded from the Orlando Magic to the LA Lakers and it's on Wikipedia instantly. You don't have to wait for the next edition of books to come out, you know.
1: And really that is probably the biggest change in our society as a whole is information. Yeah. Access to information.
0: Access not only access to information, but access to information and who's providing the information. Right. Because now we can all be a part of that provision we can all be a part of getting the information out there and making sure it's correct. Because we can go on Wikipedia and we can say, no, he wasn't born on the 5th. He was born on the 6th. That needs to be changed. You know?
1: Of course, then that raises the whole issue of a lot of bad information.
0: <laughs> well, that's oh, why you're not allowed to use Wikipedia for a book report anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But let's see, what else? Uh, if you want to talk about technology, technological advancement, how about the human genome being mapped? the entire DNA of the human being being mapped out. That's huge, man. Like, when we talk about all the little stuff, the little technology stuff, like, oh, we've got apps, and, you know, we've got a robot that'll ride around your floor and vacuum up your floor, which is really cool, by the way, you know, (laughs) and all that kind of stuff, we're not even talking about what they're doing, like, in DNA labs across America, you know, and, and people are 3D printing hearts and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, we're not even talking about, Like where we're really going in this country as far as technology is concerned, where we are changing food so that nobody has to be allergic to it anymore. We're genetically modifying our food and genetically modifying our bodies so that, you know, you can almost do anything.
1: Yeah. Medical, you know, medical technology, new medical technologies really, really breakthrough that we take it for granted because. You know, I just think about my mom's mom died in surgery. I think she was getting her gallbladder removed yeah. or something. I mean, that rarely kills anymore. But there was a time where yep. that was life or death surgery. There was a time where a lot of women died in childbirth. Absolutely. And that really doesn't happen
0: anymore. Not even thought about anymore.
1: You right. know, there was take time, that for granted.
0: Yeah, there was a time where simple stuff that you would go get done from a doctor. You know what I mean? I mean, think about it. We cured Ebola, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> yeah. Come on, And man. it wasn't like, that long ago, really, when all that stuff could kill you. Yeah. Like Ebola. Like, everybody remembers when the movie Outbreak came out, and yeah. the whole world was afraid of Ebola. <laughs> you know? And it's like, what monkey from Africa is going to end up in America? And in, and that was the beginning of, you know, when movies had those big maps of the world, and it digitized and showed you how many people are going to die. Yeah. And it was all like, that was the beginning of that, right? And then, when there was an Ebola crisis, what happened? We cured it. Uh, no, don't worry about that. We got it. <laughs> Give us a couple weeks. We'll take care of it. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And then, you know, so I think about stuff like here's a big one flash drives. Yeah. The ability to store gigabytes and gigabytes and terabytes of information on something the size of a keychain
1: what's amazing is that's almost becoming obsolete because of the cloud. It
0: is. It's crazy. When you think about what used to be, right? When you think about how you used to watch movies. go so to a movie theater, a big reel of movie reel, you know what I'm saying? Feed it through the projector. You remember when you were a kid oh, and you yeah. had the projector up, you was going to watch a movie. And they had just had that on a bigger scale at your movie theater. Now, I've got like 13, 15 movies in my phone. Yep. And then- Not even we're not even talking about Netflix and Hulu, who have hundreds of thousands of movies that I can just choose from for eight bucks a month or twelve bucks a month. And once again, this goes back to how
1: many people don't use it, though they don't. My mom still watches NCIS and Law and Order SVU on cable television, and I gave her my Netflix password. Yeah, she has a Kindle. I said, "Do you realize every single episode of Law and Order SVU is on Netflix? Every single one in order." In order, without commercials. That's right. You could watch it. Why are you watching it on cable? I don't understand. (laughs) Why? And she just doesn't, it doesn't connect.
0: They're not using it. They're not using it. They're not using the technology that's available. And it's unbelievable to me when I talk to people who don't understand the technological advancements that have helped us in marketing, the technological advances that have helped us in information storage, in information security, you know. In medical advancements, in just in general, like you're sitting in a room right now with one, two, three, four, five, six TV screens, six monitors. Right. Do you have any idea how heavy that was twenty years ago? That six <laughs> monitors true. in one room. You know what I mean? Like just simple stuff like that that we take for granted. And then not only do we take for granted because we're used to it, but we take even more. We take it even more for granted because we're Americans and it's everywhere. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? And so. And then I look at where technology is going, you know, where technology is going, where, where we're talking about things like solar energy, you know, how Tesla, uh, the Tesla group has developed a battery, a household battery that will store solar energy. Because one of the biggest problems with solar energy is it can't be stored. Right. You can't keep it for later. So they've developed a battery that you can put in your house. It's about the size of a picture, a big picture that goes on the wall. I'm sure it's a lot heavier, but it's about the size of a big picture (laughs) that goes on the wall. I want one. And you have solar panels on top of your house, and it stores the energy, and it'll store enough energy. Right now it stores enough energy for about a day, a day and a half. But you don't really need it during the day because the sun's shining, and you can use the energy that's coming from the sun. And then whatever's left over, you store in that battery, and you use it overnight, and then, you know, as the day, day and a half goes by. But that's just what they started doing last year. Jeez, that Elon Musk. Oh, my God. Man, he's just like. He is, man. <laughs> and then in 10 years, you'll it'll have a week's worth of storage. And in 20 years, your house will power your whole neighborhood. Wow. You know what I mean? It's it's just unbelievable. And you, because they have situations like that right now. Like when you're in a, a uh, sunshine intensive in- industry, which is one of the reasons that Rick Scott and the state of Florida is really against energy efficient energy because they know to put all the power companies out of business in Florida. But if you're in a sunshine rich area, there are people who they have collected so much energy through their solar uh, power panels. They've collected so much energy that they take the energy they have collected, redistribute it to the power company, and the power company sends them a check as if they are collecting energy for them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. It's crazy. Imagine if we could all have our own solar panels and be off the grid.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a lot of new technology coming, and it's going to start accelerating at a really fast pace, and it's already going to change everything. And we've talked about how the politicians don't see it coming.
0: No, they really don't. The politicians don't see it coming, and the people who are kind of in charge of the country right now don't see it coming. Right. You know what I mean? Like when you think about the fact that Obama was the first president with a cell phone, Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Really? I had a cell phone when I was in eighth grade. I was the first president with a cell phone. But he was. And, of course, some of that was a security issue and all that kind of stuff. But it's still the concept idea that our our commander-in-chief doesn't have a cell phone. And there's so many people in so many different industries and so many places that are operating like that right now. Yeah, they use their cell phone. They'll check the weather maybe or they'll, you know, post something on Facebook or, you know. They'll see a CNN news alert or something like that, but they're not really you I I read a story one time about this guy who was telling us how great Android was and how crappy iPhone was and this was back when you really couldn't customize your iPhone like you can now because they've advanced a, a great bit since they started but he was talking about the reason he loves the Android phone is because he goes on a lot of different trips and he can go on a trip and he can set up his phone to be distinctive to that trip so he can set up a calendar for everything he needs to do on that trip, he can set up a clock that's specific to that time zone, he can set up a map that shows the things that he wants in that area, he can set up a Yelp account that goes directly to that location that he's gonna be, so he can find the best restaurants, the conference center, the this, the that, the other thing, and everything he puts on one screen for that city, and he labels the top of that that screen whatever the city is, say it's London, and that screen on his phone is set for his trip in London. So as soon as he gets to London, all he does is pull up that screen and everything he needs to do while he's in London is right there for him. Everybody he needs to talk to, all the contacts he needs to have, everybody he's gonna need to interface with, who whatever, you know, PDF documents he's gonna have to file and send and e-fax and all this other kind of stuff, right there on that one screen. Ready to go.
1: Wow. You
0: put it like that. Yeah. And, you know, I can't figure out why my phone is beeping because of my amber alert.
1: that annoys me yeah i I mean i understand amber alerts but it just sometimes i get alerts from like miami yeah and i'm in Orlando, (laughs) and i'm like
0: well i can't do anything i mean think about it we're about to put a we're about to put a what a group of 40 people on mars to just stay forever yeah i keep i keep hearing that is this actually going to happen they say it is they say it's actually going to happen they're getting to a point where You can actually read somebody's mind through technology because they're starting to realize what synapses they're doing the research and finding out what fires, what, you know, what emotion fires this synapsis and what a thought fires that synapsis. And then when they see those things fire off, they can tell what you're thinking.
1: Well, I mean, and they're using that same technology for prosthetics. Yeah, you can think, you know, if you're paralyzed, you could think and have your arm move. That's right. And this. This is going to change everything in economics, man. It's going to change. You, we talked about You're the last show about right. manufacturing and assembly line jobs. Do people realize that robots are going to take all those jobs?
0: Absolutely, they are. And it's funny because we talk about. You and I had this conversation. And I've talked about it before because I think about it all the time. How we are so doing such a disservice to our children because we are always behind the curve on what they need to learn. Right. So we started teaching them how how to be great workers. Right. And then there was this great entrepreneurial advancement and everybody needed to be a business owner. So then we started teaching them how to be leaders and there was this great technological advancement and everybody needed to be a techie. And now everything's about STEM, you know, science, technology, right. engineering, and mathematics. But we're moving back to a thinking system where everybody right. needs critical thinking. And, but we've already taken all of the music and sports and PE and recess and all that stuff that enhances critical thinking out of the schools because we think everybody needs to be a tech geek but Tech Geek time is over because, like you said, robots are going to build all this stuff. <laughs> yep. We're just going to have to think of the stuff that the robots need to build. And then there's going to be a, a, a group of engineers. Yeah, we're still going to have engineers that are g- de- going to design the machines. But think about it like we got 3D printers now. I can print I can print anything I want. I can print an operating gun. Just hit print. Yep. And I can print a gun. I saw a story on on online the other day this kid printed his own braces. Really? Yes. That he printed up he did uh, he uh printed up the model for what would basically be Invisalign braces. And so he used a 3D printer to pr- mo- print up the mock-ups of what the cast would be, right? And then he took those cast moldings that he printed up on the 3D printer and made plastic casings on those casts and used them to correct his teeth. All in all, it cost him about 80 bucks, and it worked. Wow. Yes. <laughs> that is
1: fantastic. And I know. And you know, that's a great example. Of, a lot of people fear new technology, and part of the reason is the Terminator movies and yeah. so forth kind of screwed us up. Apparently, like in Japan, they don't have that fear like we do. No,
0: they really don't. But they love it and embrace it with everything they have.
1: But I'm like that. I embrace it. I think there is so much good that can come out of it if you don't fear it. There is, and I just hope that our leaders don't screw it up because of the fear.
0: Come on now, you know they're.
1: Screw it up. <laughs> I know that's you what know worries me more than up. anything.
0: You know they are now. Don't get me wrong; they'll spend as much money as they possibly can on that technology so they can bomb somebody. But outside of mm. that, they're gonna screw it up.
1: I just think about Uber, how all these states are trying to limit what Uber can do yep. because they fear it because the taxi companies and the unions right. don't like it. And it's like, don't you understand what a great thing this is? Yep. Just get out of the
0: way and let it work. The world's biggest taxi company does not own a single car. Uber. Yeah. The world's biggest hotel company does not own a single house. Airbnb. Right. You know what I'm saying? We have all of these advancements in our culture that people are so against because it's not what they're used to. Get an Uber, man. They're Do you realize they are airbnb islands now? Where people own islands and they're those like, you wanna stay on our island? Come know, on. Those are great. I'm like, yeah, I wanna stay on your island. <laughs> Absolutely. Doesn't matter if you're gonna be there or not, sure. It's just unbelievable how far we've come. It's unbelievable how far we have yet to go. You know what I mean? And it's unbelievable how many people aren't really using it. How many people are just Microsoft Word, Google, Facebook, the end. There's so many people out there that just, they use Microsoft Office. They use a couple social networking sites. You know, they use an app or two on their phone. And that's the end of their day. And we can do so much with technology, especially when you're talking about communicating. To me, I think that's the biggest aspect is what technology does for our ability to communicate with each other. I can see something and send it to you in a matter of seconds and we can have a, and Mike and I do this all the time, we can have a definitive dialogue about something that's going on in this world without even talking to each other. And we can share resources Here's the video I got that from. Here's the article I read this from. Here's something that proves that article is true. Here's here's a research that proves that video is incorrect. Now let's go talk about it on the radio. And that's what we're supposed to be doing, man. Let's Let's take this ball and run with it. Put a microchip in the football so I don't need to listen to the referee tell me whether it's out of bounds or not. We'll always know if it's out of bounds. Because the microchip will sense the infrared uh, scan that tells that it's out of bounds. Come on, man. Especially with field goals. I don't need a field goal there. Somebody standing there looking up in the sky to see if it's good or not. Infrared scan that bad boy. And if it goes through the uprights, the microchip will detect it. And it'll shoot off some fireworks or something. I don't know. But let's take this ball and run with it. But to everybody that listened to this entire show, I encourage you, go out and pay attention to how much technology is actually being used by the general populace of America. Start asking people, what do they really use? And what's really out there? And I guarantee you, your mind will be blown. Moment of Clarity, Stefan G. Catch you guys next week. I just want to live like you. I just want to live like you. I just want to live like